Hello, hola, and ida hanyani duhenyu. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 21st episode of the Naturally Ever After podcast. My name is Nidia Guiti, and by profession, I am a licensed clinical social worker. In this podcast, I share tips on how to build confidence as you transition and maintain your natural hair by way of sharing my own story and lessons that I learned, uh, lessons that I learned along the way. <laughs> I firmly believe that mindset and perspective shifts how we think and feel about ourselves. Welcome, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So in this episode, I am interviewing Shar Dreis, and she is my hairstylist. Um, as you all know, I have been a loyal customer of H2 Salon in Brooklyn for many, many years. Daily Green has been doing my hair since grad school, and I graduated in 2010. Shar Dreis used to work at H2 Salon, and since... Um, since I moved here to Atlanta in 2015, she just recently moved in 2020. So I'm like over the moon that Char is in Atlanta because prior to that, when I needed my trims, I was either experimenting with stylists in Atlanta or just flying back to New York for a trim. It sounds bogus, but you know, you have to do what you have to do. When you meet quality hairstylists, you go where they are. That's just me. If you disagree, that's cool, but <laughs> that's the life I live. So, yeah, we had we had an interesting conversation. We really dive deep into the N word and how how that shows up in the salon. I think that is different as a therapist. The conversations that I have with potential clients um, in session versus what people actually say about how they feel about themselves when they go to the hair shop. So enjoy the episode and we'll chat soon. Hey, Char. Hey, girl. What's up? I'm chilling. So when I said, hey, Char, we know what it made me think of um, lately. So every morning or every every morning, I want to say often enough in the past like week and a half, I'll start off my morning with talking about my hair and my stories. And I'm like, hey, Char, I don't think that this twist out was supposed to come off the screen. Girl, you be having me dying with this twist out. You're getting better, though. You definitely, yeah. definitely getting better with it. I am. You're definitely, you're definitely getting better with it. I'm proud of you. You taught a vet some new tricks because I was doing it the old way. So right. before we even get into like details of the old way, the new way, Shar, tell the people who you are. Hey guys, I'm Shar. I'm a licensed stylist from New York, but living in the A right now, enjoying the A. Uh, <laughs> um, I started my career, I was in the dental field for nine years, and then I woke up one morning and I was just like, I'm going to follow my passion. And my passion was here. Went to cosmetology school and the rest is history. Nice. Yes, that's what I did. So y'all met at H2 Salon in Brooklyn. And when I tell y'all, when I saw the post that you were moving, I was like, yes, uh, I gotta fly back to yes. done. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I really have to. Right, have unless to. right. If I don't have to, I won't. I'm so yeah. happy that you were in Atlanta. Because I'm happy to be here. Yeah, it's so important. I say, and I firmly believe this, the relationship that a woman has with her hairstylist mm-hmm. 
is sacred. <laughs> yes, it is. In my yes, opinion. It is. It yes, is you're so right. Sacred. So I want to yeah. ask you this. Um, what is your relationship like with your clients? This is, I guess, a new question. What is your relationship so, like with your clients? So what I would say my clients, what I try to do is all like be an educator and a friend at the same time. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? No, it doesn't. Because trust me, I hear a lot of lot of stories in that chair. Mm-hmm. And also too, my clients are somehow helping me out a journey as well. You know, I realize that. Um, although we're in whole like we're in different careers, we are women and we are basically going through the same, basically the same type of transitions, the same type of thinking, you know, when it comes to relationships, finances, mm-hmm. family, we're like all a community. We're all striving for the one thing is trying to figure it out as we move around and go around it in life. Right. So I kind of build this thing where I build I, to educate our women about our hair, but also our friendship, mm-hmm. you know, when you could call, I made it available. So my clients could text me, call me if they have questions about their hair concerns. Mm-hmm. Cause I want us to be able to, you know, mm-hmm. have this, this love language with our hair. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's what, I think my relationship is with my clients, mm-hmm. you know, I well, love I, I would say that I definitely feel that and have uh-huh. felt that and learn something new. So I want to share a story with you all about what Shar taught me um, about my hair in our most recent visit. So I, my last relaxer, as you all know, was November of 2007. And I have been learning since because I still mm-hmm. do not know everything, do not claim to know everything, but I'm open to learning the hair that I have at any given time. So in this mm-hmm. most recent appointment, I wanted a twist out and Shar taught me a new way to do it that came out way better than I've been doing it for all of these years. And in that, we were having a conversation and chime in at any point, we were having a conversation about how people talk about natural hair. And then the word nappy came up. Yeah. The, I I'm, I don't use the word hate, but I strongly dislike that word. Why? I because as a hairstylist, this is the way I look at it, especially for women of color, many black women, we're the only race mm. on this face of this earth that could have her hair kinky, and we can go outside, go home, and straighten it with a flat iron and decide okay, you know what? This is what the look I want to do without adding a chemical. Mm. No other race can do that, right? So the word nappy to me is a negative word because of where it came from. Mm-hmm. In the ninth, it started from way back in the 1800s when they was trying to describe our hair. It, you know, it was too frizzy. The texture was so frizzy. It associated with being nappy. Mm-hmm. And it's a negative word that's been carried down from generation to generation to generation, mm-hmm. right? And the women, you know, it's so sometimes it's so sad to have a woman sitting her in our chair in my chair and be like, "Oh my God, I wish my hair wasn't so nappy." No, sis, you wish your hair wasn't so kinky, but this is what you have. Mm-hmm. So let's embrace it. There's mm-hmm. no such thing as a not beautiful hair. That's how I look at hair. All mm-hmm. textures are beautiful. It's just what we're going to do with it. So mm-hmm. how are we going to do this? How are we going to work with this beautiful texture 
you have on your head. And, you know, using that word nappy, you know, you associate yourself with not being good enough. Mm. That's the way I look at it. Like my hair isn't good enough. Mm. You know, that's why a lot of us tend to want to straighten our hair very often to, to, to fit into this mold of not showing our true texture. And mm. our true texture is so beautiful. Yeah. I've seen it all. I've seen texture that's just a wave. And I have, I have seen texture that you, 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 you touch it and it just springs right back into place. Mm-hmm. It's all beautiful in my eyes. So I get a little irritated when a client say nappy in my chair. Mm-hmm. And I correct them and they still say that word. I'd be like, okay, so you really were trying to get kicked out of this chair. Because you're not going to talk about this beautiful hair like that in my chair. Yeah. You're going to embrace this beautiful hair, you know what I mean? So that's how I feel about, you know, that word. I remember the being at, at your salon studio and you saying like, yeah, I've, I won't, I won't keep doing your hair if you keep using that word here. No, not here. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do that. We're going to embrace our texture and that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's all I want to say about it. Like we're going to work with what we have. You, it's the reason why you went natural. Right. Right. There's a reason. Why did you go natural? I should ask you. I so part of the reason why I stopped relaxing my hair was because at the time I was in I was an undergrad and I went to school mm-hmm. in Vermont and there weren't a lot of black people up there. So I was just like, what mm-hmm. am I gonna do this? I can't, I'm not gonna just go to any salon because clearly right. they cater to my hair. And I've always been curious about what my natural hair looks like. So I remember mm. initially in my in my journey because I didn't know better I used to say nappy all the time but that was because that was the word that was used around me and Mm -hmm. like now in hindsight when I think back to it I feel like when that word is used in a negative connotation what people are Mm -hmm. really saying is I don't know how to do my hair Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh I've never heard someone say oh girl your hair is so nappy and beautiful (laughs) have you ever heard that not um, not in that tone no <laughs> no or you've heard girl your hair is nappy mm-hmm. negative right yeah so the word nappy is a negative is used negatively negatively in yeah, our culture i i can see how it is i've seen spaces where people have tried to um like flip it and it's like you know happy to be nappy um or napoli well i'm not gonna say the brand napoli well, that, yeah. that's a that's a whole brand yeah. within itself. Yeah, um, yeah. So I see the the kind of the switch a little bit to make right. it positive, but I think it has everything to do with the tone. And when I when I think of mm-hmm. my experiences of where I heard it, usually at a hair salon, or if I'm working with a new stylist, or or I'm in the space where people don't have hair like me, and the mm-hmm. word nappy is said is not is not used in a positive no, it's not we tend to use that word in a very negative way and that's the that's my like I know I'm just a stylist who's trying to like who's doing the thing but I'm trying to make that word not a negative like we don't even need that in our vocabulary more mm-hmm. well when it comes to describing our hair and ourselves why put ourselves in that positive that negative light why not Let's stop. Let's say, okay, girl, what can, my hair is very kinky. What can I do with it? Mm-hmm. What, what my texture, what can my texture do? Mm-hmm. That's the way we should be looking at our hair, not right. in, you know, such a negative light because it's, it's passed down from generation to generation to generation. 
And it's, I believe it's not our grandparents' fault. It's not our mother's fault. It's not our father. Like, it's what they were taught. Mm-hmm. And they passed it down to us. So I feel like once we break that cycle, like, no, you're never going to have hair like the next person next to you. you may look similar, but it's not going to do mm-hmm. the same thing, you know? Yeah. Um, for example, I always tell my clients, you come from the same mother and father and have completely different textures. Talk about it. Okay. Okay. I'm an example. My brother here is completely different from mine. Mm-hmm. When I'm natural, my bro- my hair is tightly coiled. My brother has, when he grows his hair out, he has loose curls, like mm-hmm. different. Yeah. Completely, completely. Same mother and father, mm-hmm. but we're just different. You know what I mean? So we just have to really think about, and also too, what are we saying about ourselves? That part. When we use that word, you know, mm-hmm. what are we saying? We're talking about ourselves in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to associate that word with yourself? Mm-hmm. You know, so that's how I feel. When you said, I'm just a hairstylist. And when I heard you say that, I'm like, no, you are more than a hairstylist. And the reason why mm-hmm. I say that, what kind of makes our professions parallel so I'm a therapist and you work as a mm-hmm. hairstyle, but the reality as a hairstylist, excuse me, the reality mm-hmm. is that more people are more likely to go sit in your chair than in mine. Yeah, I see what you're going, girl. I hear some stuff in here <laughs> in this chair. Yeah. I'd be like, Lord, if these walls could talk, mm-hmm. if these walls could talk. Yeah, you're right. Um, but you know what? To be honest, I just see myself as doing what I love, which is hair. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when they do sit in my chair, I don't think about it. it and sometimes it ends up being a therapy session either for me or for them. Mm-hmm. It, it could go either way. Sometimes it goes one appointment. It goes both for you know, the deal. Yeah. Like yeah. we share things and we'd be like, oh, I felt so good. Like I love when you come sit in my chair because I feel so light at the end of our <laughs> service. Like, mm-hmm. like it's like, oh, my God, like she opened up myself a whole different thinking. You know, so it's just like, you know, you're right. But I just love doing hair so much. I'm just like, I'm just a stylist trying to just make mm-hmm. one black woman at a time happy. Yeah. I'm trying. That's my thing. And I'm, I just want to pass my knowledge on to you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm so happy to see you do a twist out now. You're confident I'm in happy doing to a do twist it. out. <laughs> right. But guess why? Because now I educated you on what your hair wants to do. That part. And you had that aha uh-huh moment with your twist out. Mm-hmm. you're like oh my hair is not my hair is, is easy to control my hair can do a twist out mm-hmm. and you could do a twist out every night if you want to you don't you don't have to but you could do that every night because this concept that you can't do it now is out the door right. and that's what the thing is with, with, with especially black women who are natural is like we have to get the concept that our hair is untamed mm-hmm. like we can't control it like Oh, I'm natural. I should just let my hair. No, put that love into your hair. Find out what your hair wants to do. Find out it needs moisture. What type of moisture? Mm-hmm. Um, try. I tell sometimes I tell a client, yo, put a whole jar of mayo on your hair and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Just see. It's not, it's not gonna hurt. Just to see. Mm-hmm. But you, I want you to fall in love with your hair and understand what your hair wants to do. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my job. You know, I tell my clients, if I don't have to see you for three months, I'm doing my job. Mm-hmm. If you got to be in my chair every week, I know it sounds crazy because some stars are probably going to listen to this and be like, but wouldn't you want her in your chair? No, I want her to understand 
her hair is beautiful and she can do it at home also. Mm-hmm. Now, if she needs me, she needs me. You know what I mean? But I want you to understand your hair. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what my purpose is yeah, as a stylist. Education piece. I, I remember just walking away, like learning how to do this twist out in a way that I haven't learned to do it before with the texture mm-hmm. that I have now. So it can be very discouraging to like have this style or have this have this thing that you want to do. And because you're stuck on doing it one way, you're not giving yourself the opportunity to number one, make a mistake, but Mm -hmm. also learn another way to do it. So like Mm -hmm. comes to mind for me is like five plus five is 10, right? Well, Mm -hmm. so it's nine plus one. So it's six plus four. There's Mm -hmm. so many ways for you to get to your end. Right. But if you're stuck on no, but five plus five is four, you're going to miss. There's another way to do it. And another way to do it. And another way to do it. And I like focusing on the fact that this year will make 14 years since I relaxed my hair and I still don't have all the answers. You don't. And even as a stylist, I'm telling you, I'm learning things. I'm constantly learning things every day, actually. Like every day I will tap it. Even on social media, I will be scrolling through my feed and I'll see somebody doing a new way to do a wash and go Mm -hmm. or apply color or even a haircut. And I'm always like, wow. Mm-hmm. I thought I knew this, but now I know something else, you yeah. know, yeah. even when I take um, classes, I'm like, I'm sitting in the chair like, oh, wow, mm-hmm. I can't wait to teach this to my clients. I can't wait to show this to my clients, you mm-hmm. know, learning about different things that works for our hair. It's just a, you just have to have an open mind and realize, you know what, I, I'm willing to grow with this. I'm ready to take this to the next level. I'm willing to understand my hair. Mm-hmm. I say natural hair is a lifestyle. Yes. <laughs> like people think they're just going to be natural and think that they're just going to let their hair. No, it's a lifestyle, sis. Mm-hmm. It is work. I always tell my clients and I'm very, you know how I am. I'm very transparent. Yeah. You better also have a relaxer. If you're not ready to put in the work to take care of this beautiful mane and to dive into this, you might as well get a relaxer. Put your hair, put that chemical in your hair, push it back in a ponytail and that's it. Mm-hmm. But if you really want to dive in and learn what your hair wants to do and the curls and the bounce and the t- it's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You got to make up in your mind like, all right, I really got to put in this work, boy. Mm-hmm. I got to sit down on a Sunday night and do this twist out. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I, oh, today's my, my cleanse day. I got to go cleanse this hair. Let me get all my, my stuff together to cleanse my hair. You know, you just got to be prepared. Yeah, you know, it's definitely a lifestyle. You know that it really yeah. is, and I'm glad that it you is. said it in that way because it's like, so I've been natural for 14 years, but there's also 20 years of my life where I did not know how to do the hair that grows out of my scalp, like mm-hmm. literally just did not know. So yes, you have to allow yourself the time to make mistakes and also the opportunity to mm-hmm. learn and always continue to learn because your hair is also changing constantly constantly like I see clients they will have change in their diet mm-hmm. do you know but having a, a, a dramatic change in your diet can change your hair yeah yeah coming back from some women come back from chemo mm-hmm. oh I have clients who had one texture before chemo came back I'm like well what is going on here mm-hmm. whole different section some people have kids like a baby shedding. a baby changes your shedding yeah. Post-part that changes your hair. Heard is not it's a It's real. It's mm-hmm. real. Some women come back 
from some people go from eating meat to vegan. Mm-hmm. Veganism, like it's crazy. Like sometimes, sometimes you think that eating meat is the right way to go, but your body goes into a shock and a trauma. Mm-hmm. So your hair goes through, of course, your hair is attached to your body. Your mm-hmm. hair goes through shock and a trauma. So now your hair has to adjust to you being a vegan. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to put back that that nutrients in your body that you're substituting for when you had a a, a, um, a diet with dairy or meat in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just so many reasons why you're here for change too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just to find out, okay, why my hair is changing? What medication also could change your hair? Yes. You know, being on medication, it's a real game so changer also. I have a story also. on that. There was a time mm-hmm. I was super stressed out, went to the doctor. And then, I mean, this has happened multiple times back then where it was like, well, you have high blood pressure. Like every time you come, yeah. the region is high and I was put on medication. I don't remember which one, but I was even hesitant because I'm like, I'm young. Why, why am I on this crap? Took it anyway. Sure. And I was on the meds for like maybe a month. And out of nowhere, I started to feel like, am I thinning? Mm-hmm. Like my hair felt so thin in the center of my head mm-hmm. and I would take pictures and I'm like, does this look too thin to you? And mm-hmm. it was, it was, mm-hmm. and I stopped it. I stopped taking it immediately. But what I, one thing I was mindful of was if I'm, if I'm stressed to this degree, what I need to do is address the root of the stress so that I'm not on medication because mm. My health is important. And yes, I don't want my hair to fall out. But why, why am I struggling with high blood pressure? Like, why is my pressure up all the time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that right. what's making my pressure high, right? All right. What's making my pressure so high, right? Mm-hmm. So all that too. Um, a lot of women, when they're stressed out, we call it alopecia patches. You develop alopecia patches, but you have these patches all over your head and you're like girl what are you stressed out about mm-hmm. so throughout out here we all have stress points right mine yeah. is at my name people always ask me like Sha, why are you you never gonna grow your hair because girl i'm gonna look crazy because when i'm stressed out the nate falls out like mm-hmm. we all some some people is the, the, the hairline some people you just don't know but yes our hair changes and we have to be get, be ready to go with that yeah. yeah we have to get ready to go it's like a baby Mm-hmm. I always tell my clients that, especially the ones that transition from relaxed to natural, mm-hmm. you cannot push it in a ponytail. Mm-hmm. You, so if you know you're not ready, don't do it. Yeah. It's a lifestyle change. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes, there's freedom in being natural. I love natural hair. But also, too, you got to get ready to put in that work. Yep. And be honest with yourself about where you yeah. and your time yeah. commitment. Yeah. If you're a mom and you have, you got to be out the house by seven in the morning and you got these kids and you got to drop and you got, you can't like, you got to plan out your day. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take my twist out, out, get up six 30 in the morning, take these twists out. out then I'm going to put the, you got to have a plan. Yeah. And I've seen women do it all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, you're about this life. Right. You are about this natural hair life because you was prepared to, mm-hmm. you know, but it's a good thing. I love it. I've been doing it for so long that I love to see. Yeah. Like the moment you had, that aha moment. <sighs> you know, I you love it. Tell me nothing. <laughs> nobody uh-huh. could. I said, nobody could tell me nothing. They still, like, girl. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Hello. And that's what I wanted from you. Like for you to understand that, you know, for you to get that. 
there's always yeah. chance for me to learn something new. Always. Yeah, always. 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 I agree. There's always something new. And just re- and you gotta get ready to embrace it too. Yeah. You just gotta be ready to embrace it. You working in the beauty industry about emotional health. And emotional health more so from the people you're serving. So like mm-hmm. What trends are you seeing that's like more common, like insecurity, um, maybe like fantasizing about things that may not necessarily happen for like your clientele? Like, what do you feel is, what do you feel is teaching you about the, the, the people that you're serving the most of as it relates to emotional health? I'm not sure you can hear me clearly because you was going kind of in and out for a moment. Can you hear me, Kelly? Okay, you can hear me. You're going in and out a little. No, I'm here. Okay, I see you now. I see you. Um, so what I've experienced from being um, um, being behind a chair and understanding women with their hair, right, is understanding that most women, they want to start this journey of embracing their hair, embracing their texture. First thing I think when a woman does a quote-unquote big chop, they're so concerned about what other people are going to say, right? That's the first thing. Oh my God, I can't believe I did this. What is, what is, what is my husband going to say? What is my mom going to say? Like all those people. And even coworkers. I'm like, you care about what your coworkers going to say, sis? So that's one of the things I've also, um, one of the main things that I've got in my chair. They're, they're so nervous or so anxious about what the world is going to say so i always tell them you know when you're walking down the street and you leave here and you're walking down the street nobody will ever know you had relaxed and you just chopped it off they would just think oh wow her hair is natural and it's beautiful they're not going to think you look like quote unquote a man or if i chop my hair off i'm gonna look like a man how sis you look like a woman where are you getting this image from that if you cut your hair off, all your relaxed hair off and start off with a little tiny afro that you're going to be a boy? I don't think so, right? Another thing I've noticed is unrealistic expectation. Meaning, I always use the term tear into mirror, sister, sister, right? I always use that term because girls always think when they go natural, their hair is going to look like that. First of all, if your mama is black and your daddy is black, most likely your hair is not going to come up like that. Two, you do not have their mother and father. You have your mother and father. So your hair is going to come up the way it's supposed to come out. But what you're supposed to do is embrace it. And I think it has some type of way where women disconnect with that. They disconnect with the reality that's what's in front of them and the image that they hold on to when they show me their vision board. Because I'm always big on, I know you thinking about going natural. So I know you got pictures in your in your book, in your phone of what you want your hair to look like, right? So show me what you think your hair is going to look like. So when I kind of show them like, well, that's not going to happen because this is what your hair wants to do. I think it comes there where it comes into reality like, oh, do I really want to do this? Because I'm not going to look like this woman in the magazine. I'm not going to look like this woman on Pinterest or Instagram. So I feel like that's the challenge I've been having with 
women mentally connecting with who they are also you know sometimes I even realize even with my women who have color and they're natural and they want to get color and they looking at the lady and the lady could be a, a, a woman of a light skin tone mm-hmm. and the lady could be of a darker skin those who sit in my chairs are slightly darker skin tone and they'd be like I want to get this color but am I too dark sis let's get a color that's for you let's get a like you know like let's make it into you and I think and I always ask them are you in love with her hair or her skin tone yeah and yeah it's true right because me growing up I'm from Trinidad so I was never and this might be slightly off the topic but kind of goes on the topic I was never light skin but I was never dark skin I was always in between right so I know what it feels like to not be thinking that you can't get a certain thing because of your skin tone right and we got to break those barriers you can get miss you can get white hair Okay, if you want, you could be dark skin as a blueberry and you could get white hair if you want to. It don't matter. We're black women. We can do whatever we want. We just got to get the right skin turn, the right, the right tone of color for our hair. Excuse me, the right tone color for our hair. We can rock it. You could be a redhead. Well, what kind of redhead are you going to be? You just got to be confident in yourself to know that this is what we're dealing with. And in, in our world, there's so many negatives that come with our hair texture, you know? And these we women are getting brave enough to embrace our texture, but we're not brave enough to, we don't, we're not sure if the world is ready to embrace our texture. And that's where the fear comes in. And that's the disconnect. And that's the disconnect. You're ready. You know what it is when you re- was ready to do your big chop. You're like, I'm ready. But reality is probably is a part of you was like is the world ready for me and that's where most women are not confident ready for the world mm-hmm. you know especially around the holiday time it's so funny I always make this joke with my old colleagues I used to be like oh boy that time of the year where everybody one day here straight to go for Thanksgiving because they don't want to go home with that watch and go why not mm-hmm. that's why you usually rock your hair but you don't want to be questioned. So much truth right now because the yeah. nail, I mean, you know, it starts at the nail at the nail salon at the hair shop. You know, mm-hmm. your mom stylist is helping you and hooking you up. But when that appointment is done, it's just you. You and walking out that door? Literally, it is just you. And when I think uh-huh. of system, so like our family is a is a system. Um, mm-hmm. The jobs that we go to, that's also a part of the system. The mm-hmm that we have that's a system the activities that we're a part of and so mm-hmm. forth all of these things are not changing but you are and then mm-hmm. in this new space or not in this new space this new version of you is going back to the same old spaces and then you're getting hit time after time after time after time again with unsolicited comments um people calling your hair nappy mm-hmm. people saying that mm-hmm. you better before you did that mm-hmm. Why you did that? What, that's the famous one. Why you did that? Why would you do that? Yeah. 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 And to take it even further, like, especially most of my women who work in corporate America, quote unquote, they're scared of the, the, their, their, their 
their white coworkers coming up to them to touch their hair. Oh, can I touch it? I didn't even know your hair could do that. Like, they don't want to deal with that. Mm-hmm. I have clients who will rather put a wig on while they go to work instead yeah. of letting their hair be free. Mm-hmm. So it's more of a mental thing why most women are not able to embrace their texture. Mm-hmm. It's mental. It's a mental thing. That's how I feel. Yeah, and you so know? to me, it makes sense why it's so hard to go against the grain because it's literally you against everybody else. Yeah, you don't want to be questioned. You don't want to answer, you know? You know, you don't want to answer to why you did it. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Especially in our community. Are you okay? Yeah. Yes, I'm fine. I just want to wear my natural hair. Sis. What you going through, girl? Right, right. That part. You okay? You what, sure you okay? What do you feel will help boost confidence? Um, breaking down the idea or the thoughts of our hair being bad or the N-word, you know, um, nappy. Um, I think also, too, if people around us just embrace that um this is who you are and this is a journey you want to go through right now in your life this is the lifestyle you chose and I accept it I think also it's about acceptance that's what most of us want right to be accepted right so I think what could help a lot of women along this journey of tapping into that confidence of wearing their hair natural is more people in willing to embrace the idea that our hair is beautiful right don't matter what your coil is mm-hmm. it could be a wave or it could be super 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 tight it's still beautiful right. and everything else in between because there's so many other ones in between right so i think it's just embracing us embracing this idea of this is what who i am and this is what I, I, I'm given right now. And I need you to embrace it. But first of all, I need, they need themselves to embrace it. Like, you know, like I always say, nobody can't tell Amber Rose nothing. Mm-hmm. She has no hair in her head. Yep. But she, she could walk in a room and command the room and has nothing to do with her beauty. Mm-hmm. It's because of her presence. Mm-hmm. And she has no hair in her head. So imagine with you, who have this big, beautiful crown on your head, what you can do when you walk in the room, if you just had confidence in yourself. If you have confidence, your, your fro is a very big fro. Imagine when you walk in a room, you don't even have to speak. I don't. <laughs> exactly. Right, right. What, don't you command a room? Absolutely. Because guess what? You are confident in your crown. Mm-hmm. You don't care. I'm getting, I'm on, yes, I'm on this, this line right now. I'm getting my coffee. Yes, my hair is beautiful and big and fluffy and it's super kinky and I love it. Yeah. A lot of women are not ready for that. They're starting to get better, but we haven't gotten there yet because I've seen it. I've seen it up to yesterday. I went to brunch and I was watching this girl come out of the bathroom and she had this big, beautiful fro. And I'm like, yes, give it, give it, give it. And the table next to me, the young lady was like, Mm-mm, that's too much. Why? Yeah. Why is it too much? Mm-hmm. It's just right. It's Sunday in Atlanta in the summer. Mm-hmm. Give it, mother. You got on a sundress. Right. But the other person 
wasn't ready for that. Mm-hmm. Who had on a lace front wig? Maybe projecting. Hello. Projecting. But that's what we got to deal with, right? Yeah. That's what you got to deal with in society, right? So we start changing. Now, if that yet sister at the table had said, yes, sis, rock that pro, like mm-hmm. embrace it, that would have started to change the narrative. Yeah. It, it starts, it has to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. But we, 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 we got to start within our own community, you know? We just got to start here. If we don't start here, they, they ain't never going to embrace us out there. Mm-hmm. And it's always going to be a mental thing, you know? Mm-hmm. That's the way I look at it, yeah. you know? Like I tell my clients all the time, I'm like, don't be scared to go rock your fro at work because they don't tell Becky how to wear her hair. So they can't tell you how to wear your hair. <laughs> and they'd be like, sure, you don't come from corporate. I'm like, I, I've worked in that world, but I never was ashamed of my hair, even when I was natural. Yeah. And I, was, I had a big blonde afro and I had a shaved head like I'm Rose sometimes. Mm-hmm. But this is my hair. What you want to do? Right. You just got to embrace it. Confident. Confidence. Showing up, as, showing up as your authentic self, regardless of where you are. And that's it. It's us embracing us mm-hmm. also, too. That has a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. Us embracing us and not having this negative thing of, girl, you need to put a relaxer or even a texturizer. Why? I don't need it. Yeah. My head does what I want it to do. Mm-hmm. And that's what it boils down to. Like, I'm not doing it. This is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing this fro. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't got to sit next to me, miss. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Like, Remaining a student, literally, to me, is one of the best things you can do as someone who wants to maintain their natural hair. Because your hair is changing with the way you're changing, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what it is when you neglect your hair, how it happens. When you start neglecting yourself, you neglect your hair. It's a reflection, Mm -hmm. right? So it's just like showing up for yourself. You want to take care of everything that comes with it. Right. You know what I mean? You know, like I tell my clients, your your hair is a reflection of you. Mm-hmm. It sounds deep, but it is. Mm-hmm. You know, like, not because I'm a stylist. It's because I'm a woman. Your hair is a reflection of yourself. Mm-hmm. If you don't have, you know, you know what I mean? Like, if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not going to take care of your hair. You're not going to be happy about your hair. You're not going to be happy about you know, getting up in the morning and taking care of yourself and doing a wash and go and, mm-hmm. and really diving into self-love, you know, yeah. your hair is part of your self-love. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the way I look at it. Girl, sometimes, that. yeah, sometimes I lay in this bed and I'm t- t- being so transparent. I lay on this, sometimes I have like two days back to back off and I lay in this bed and I look like World War Three because my hair is all over the place. But as soon as I get up, <laughs> And I take that shower and I wet my hair and I get out the shower and I put my, you know, slick my hair down and I'm like ready. I feel myself. Yeah. I'm mean, like, oh, I could serve some looks today. You said I'm going across the street to the mailbox. Mm-hmm. Like it, you feel better. Mm-hmm. So that's part of your self care. Like I always tell, I always know when my, one of my clients go through a breakup. <laughs> Hotmess.com. Mm. Their hair be horrible. Mm. I'm like, so girl, what happened? Oh girl, we broke up. I know your hair is a mess. Mm. So 
it also has about our our own image how we I do we see you ourselves said your your hair care is part of self-love um mm-hmm. so one of the things i personally been doing is being intentional about waking up early so that my morning routine is not me rushing out of the door so i can make it to where i gotta go like literally mm-hmm. i'm going at a snail's pace with combing my hair putting lotion on my body, stretching, mm-hmm. making sure that I'm taking my time because I think that to be patient, I think love is patience. Mm-hmm. To be present and to be able to slow down and to be mindful and intentional about what's in front of you. And mm-hmm. our hair is delicate. Natural hair mm-hmm. is delicate. You can't just, mm-hmm. you know, brush it just to brush. Right. Like take your time. And I think- take your time. To, to be intentional about learning patience is to love. And yeah. when you do that with your hair, this is when you get to see the results and have it flourish in the way you want. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, that's what came up. Don't you feel different when you really, you have some days when you be like, ah, and then some days when you really dive in and you be like, I'm going a, I'm to a, mm-hmm. I'm wake up, I'm going to cleanse this hair today. I'm going to give her a yeah. deep condition. Yeah. I'm going to put all my oils in. And I'm going to do a good old twist out on her. Yeah. How do you feel? I feel good. And I think that that right. for me has a lot to do with the stylists that I've had that have taught me how. Because mm. when, when we say, so when we were at the salon, we were talking about the N-word. It's like, mm. I believe that what people are really saying is, I don't know how to do my hair. So yes, yeah, it's easier to throw the wig on. And no yeah. shit wigs because I own several. But it's not, it's not our hair. Yeah, it's not. It's something that we, we, we put off. Sometimes we, well, most of us put on waves because we love it. We just love the look. It's a, definitely a look. But sometimes we just don't want to deal with our hair. Right. right. I believe right? everything. And that's okay. Sometimes you just don't want to deal with your hair. Right. Yeah. Right. Like I tell my girls, I was like, all right, you don't, you don't want to wash your hair for a month. So what you're going to do? You're going to do a protective style. You're going to braid that hair down, put a wig on. Fine. Mm-hmm. But guess what? When that month is up, you better get back into that. You better get back into that self-care because it's important. Mm-hmm. It's very, very important. Especially mm-hmm. if you choose this lifestyle of being a natural hair girl. Mm-hmm. It's a lifestyle. And just make up your mind that this is what it is and this is what I got to do. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. You know? So that's where I stand on, um, you know, understanding what your hair is to you, you know? I feel like every woman should have that aha uh-huh moment with their hair too. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. have it. It might take some longer than others. And you might have multiple aha moments. Yes. But that first one mm-hmm. is going to hit you real hard and night. You're going to be like, ooh, this is what you want to do? This is it? Yeah. And you're going to do it. You're going to do it. And it's, you're going to start falling in love with your hair. Mm-hmm. I always say date your hair. Yes. I like that. Got to. You got to <laughs> date it. You got to date your hair. Get to know you gotta it. See what, yeah. yeah, see what your hair likes, what it doesn't like. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you you know, like I always tell my like my clients come to me, somebody be like, Oh, my friend is using this. I say, All right, we'll try it. it may not work though on your hair, but it may work. We mm-hmm. just don't know. But this is the part of the process of dating. Yes. I say date your hair and then fall in love with it. Mm-hmm. Then you're able, then you're able to tell somebody else about what you used on your hair mm-hmm. and what worked and why why you love it. Right. You know, so that's the way I look at it. Like mm-hmm. just fall in love, date, fall in love. And once you committed to it, it's the ultimate. That's it. 
Yeah. You know, I had so many women, like, I'll never go back to a relaxer. You know why? Because now they're committed to that natural hair. They're committed. They was dating it. They probably didn't like it at first. Like, mm-hmm. what the hell did I do? Yep. Then they started being like, oh, I fell in love with you. I like that you could do this. And now you're committed. Once you start saying, you're not going back to no relaxer, that means you're committed. That's right. it. You know what I mean? You're about this life. Mm-hmm. So you felt, you know, you totally fell in love with your hair. Yeah. It's like a marriage, right? It is. It's a commitment. It really it's is. A commitment. It's a commitment. It's a commitment. It's a commitment. You're not going to get everything right, but you need to be committed to finding what works. Yeah. yeah. And embracing and embracing your hair. Yes. You know, and be standing in your truth with your hair. Be like, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm given. Yeah. And you're going to have bad hair days and good hair days. Mm-hmm. But is your, is your hair, mm-hmm. you know, I think you have more good than bad hair days in my world. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. That washing on mine come out right today. But then two days later, you'd be like, okay, what did I do? Yeah. Because these curls are juicy. <laughs> you might do a twist out in the morning to twist this way, mm-hmm. standing out this way. And then the next time you're like, oh, look at the bounce back. Look at right. this bounce back. But it's, you know, you will have more good than bad. Yeah. All in phases. So thank you so much for joining me, Shar. No. Before we wrap up, as a stylist, what do you feel is something new that you've learned um, as you serve your, your clientele, something that you're mm-hmm. relearning and something that you are unlearning in, in, this, in this journey of service? Oh, wow. That's a really good question. So what I'm learning from my clients are more and more women, believe it or not, are willing to explore more. Mm-hmm. to understand their hair. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm learning. More, I don't know what's going on, especially after the pandemic. Mm. Uh, I feel like a lot more women came back with this place of wanting to be free and wanting to try things that they never would have tried before, which was go natural or even play with color and not really concerned about how, um, you know, they're concerned about what people are going to say, but they're kind of like, that out what I want to do kind of outweighs what I think mm-hmm. other people, you know, um would have their opinion about. Other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. What am I unlearning? Um, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. There's different ways to get to um the same destination. That part. And sometimes I was just so stuck on well, this is the way I'm going to do it. And this is the only way because this is the way I was trained. Mm -hmm. But now I'm learning as I'm educating myself more. I'm learning like, no, I get the same result if I just try a different formula. Yeah. And that's what I have to, um, to teach myself, like on learning, like, you know what, Shaw, have an open mind. Mm -hmm. You go into this place, you go into this class, you know, you didn't pay this money for no reason. Like, learn something new. Right. And then I, I, I take away from it. Mm-hmm. So I have to, I'm trying to train my myself to like, you know what? It's okay to try something different. Mm-hmm. A different results. And what was the last one? So new learning, relearning. So something that you are relearning. So you said unlearning already. Mm-hmm. What am I relearning? 
I'm relearning to be patient with my clients. Okay. Because as a stylist, I felt like because I'm so passionate about my hair, about hair, mm-hmm. I want my my girls who sit in my chair to be passionate mm-hmm. and understand mm-hmm. how beautiful our hair is, right? Sometimes I have to be patient. When I first started my career, I felt like I was so patient with everyone that sat in my chair. Mm-hmm. I was willing to be like, girl, it's okay. And the more and more I did it, I'm like, nah, our hair is too dope for you not to love your hair. Like, what's your problem? <laughs> like, what the hell is wrong? Like, I used to get so mad at my, like, what is wrong with you? Like, mm-hmm. are you nuts? Like, look what your hair is doing with this conditioner in there. Mm-hmm. And the client would be looking at me like, I never knew this. Like, I'm just learning. And I had to, now I'm relearning that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? Be patient and coming with them. Yeah. Go back to, to letting them know that their hair is beautiful mm-hmm. and stop being so upset with their not understanding how beautiful their hair is. Mm-hmm. So that's what exactly what I'm going through right now. Like relearning to be patient because that's patience. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, you know, this person here is beautiful, but they just don't get it. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, well, what the hell is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think it was with us too. And you was in a shampoo boy. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? And you're like, I know, Shaw, but I'm like, girl. That straight part on the left side of my head drives me nuts. I'm like, why can't you match the rest? Right. (laughs) When you told me how to do that twist out, I would say now I'm not bothered by the straight ends because that's what that was me being patient because I knew what your hair could do. And I was like, you know what? She doesn't see what I see. Mm-hmm. so let like, me calm down now. And in. right but you see now I think because of me being patient and willing to go there and teach you how to do the twist out yes. and educate you you was able to feel that confidence so that's what I'm that's the main thing I'm I can say that I'm relearning is to be patient again with with every every sister that sits in my chair mm. well, whether she so so much for me yes i'm so excited for being here thank you for having me absolutely and we can do this anytime yes where can the people find you <laughs> so you can find me on instagram at shaw drive that's c-h-a-r-d-r-y-c-e that's my instagram check me out follow me I would love to read your DMs or any messages or anything, you, any questions you guys have. Just shoot me a DM and I'll be there. Or you can, like in my bio, there's my um, info. You can shoot me a text and I'll definitely respond. Book your appointments, y'all. I love, love, love when I go get my hair done and I, I learn in the visit what to do. So when I'm home, I'm aware of what I should be doing in the meantime. So you will not be disappointed. Check out Shar. And thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you for having me, my love. Thank you.